Okay, Laura, I'm going to tell you something that I don't even know if some of my closest friends know about me. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. What? What? <laughs> How do I not know this already? I don't know. I don't say it a lot because before we had the internet and you had to pick what you wanted to do when you went to college, I'm trying to think like what would, you know, be super fun to be able to do for the rest of your life. Anyways, I picked psychology as my major. I didn't decide I wanted to be a nurse until like well into my second year. I knew I wanted to help people somehow, but originally, don't think this is weird. Don't, don't judge me. (laughs) Well, it may be. I, I think there are people that do this for a living. So it's a real thing, but I wanted to be a dream analyst. Uh, okay, no, <laughs> I had no clue. Eighteen-year-old Jennifer. That's really cool. <laughs> well, but how often have I thought, "Oh my gosh, I've had this dream, and I wonder what it means." You mean that I could have contacted you, and you would have helped me this whole time? I would have been so interested in sorting out what that meant. But it's so funny because what we ended up doing, the turns that life has taken, which you and I, I, we talk about all the time, like how did we end up here? We just kept taking the next step to help people that, you know, that we knew we just prayed to have the strength to walk through the doors that God opened. And I would like to discuss something as it applies to dreams that we hear all the time in our line of work, which is dream feeds. Dream feeds. Is this helpful? Is this not helpful? Let's analyze that. Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met the moms on call. For nearly 20 years, Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they have this podcast to talk directly with you. Ask your questions at 888-234-7979. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter. This week's episode is brought to you by Spoonful One and Bobby Organic Infant Formula. Starting solids can be so much fun and bring so many questions. At Moms on Call, we are passionate about starting this adventure as soon as they are sitting with minimal support, have good head control, and they want what you are eating. Usually, this is between four to six months of age. And part of starting solids is offering a variety of food options, including with the new guidelines, potential allergen foods. Enter Spoonful One. Spoonful One products provide gentle daily exposure of 16 food allergens. They make it easy with products that grow with your child. From mix-ins to puffs, to our personal favorite, the oat crackers. One pack, once a day, for one year. Go to SpoonfulOne.com backslash Moms on Call for more information and to get your exclusive 35% off offer on their products. Hey, Laura, you want to know the most adorable thing that's 100% organic? What? Babies. Oh, they are so organic and that's so, so sweet. You know what else is organic? What? Bobby's formula. 
Oh my gosh. And did you know that Bobby Formula is the first and only USDA organic infant formula on the market to receive the Clean Label Purity Award and the Clean Label Pesticide Certification? Who knew? I would like those. I'd like to have a Clean Label Purity Award just personally for myself. But yes, it's because they use their ingredients. They're purposefully sourced. They have this milk at the organic Valley Farms that comes from pasture-raised cows, and they do water-extracted DHA. I mean, the science behind it is baffling, but there are people labeled food scientists, which I want to be when I grow up, that are looking into all of the ways to help your baby have the best brain development, have a gentle formula on their tummies, and to develop healthy immunity. And that's what our friends at Bobby are doing. And because Bobby wants to support the feeding journey of our Moms on Call community, they are offering a 10% discount off your first box with code MOMSONCALL10 at HiBobby.com. Hey, Jennifer and Laura. Uh, my name is Chloe from Kansas City. And so we've been loosely following the mom on call's typical day schedule with our 14-week-old son. Night times are just still such a mess. <laughs> it's so tired right now. Uh, we added a dream feed in at 10-ish, which seemed to help at first. But now it's almost like we've made him reliant on it. And he'll wake up even when he's not hungry. And so then when we try to skip it, the rest of the night just goes completely off the rails. Um, and, you know... Uh, he's about to hit that four-month mark, and I'm worried about the sleep regression that everyone keeps telling me about. I'm afraid that if I don't figure this out right now, it's just going to get worse. So any help is appreciated. I love listening to you guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Chloe, we have got a lot to unpack with this call. But we're going to get from here to there, and we're going to kind of cover a few things. And one right off the bat is in our resources, we actually walk you through exactly what to do once they're three months of age and older. So there's different things that you do when they're under three months of age. But once they hit about that three-month mark, there's a whole nother set of guidelines that you just can't get from the routines itself. You want to make sure that we get all of those details. And we're going to try and give you as many of those today as we possibly can. But we know that this little time frame, it is exhausting. There's a lot of transitions that are happening. We're moving out of the swaddle. We need to, you know, make sure that the sleep environment is safe because they're starting to move around and they're wanting to roll over. We want to make sure that they're healthy. Of course, we want to make sure that they're eating and meeting those needs that we that they have during the daytime, which is great. I'm glad that you're following that daytime routine, but we need to make sure a few more things are in place. Absolutely. And one of the things that we've found that's so surprising is that sleep does not shift, it expands. And what that means is if you are doing that dream feed at 10 o'clock, then your goal for that was then for them to sleep later at night or longer at night. And it just doesn't work that way. They have an inner 24-hour clock and the mom's on call schedules kind of inch sleep time, that last nighttime feeding in the evening, we inch it 
earlier and earlier because sleep expands over a developmentally appropriate window. And that's where a lot of our um, schedules were born on that premise. So the dream feed actually doesn't do what we intend for it to do when we put one in place. So we're not big fans of the dream feed because it doesn't do what we're trying to do. We actually are going to back it up and do some things that seem really counterintuitive. Right. And, you know, I think with dream feeds, and, and that is a term that everybody is associated with and knows about it. And one, you're waking them up. In the beginning, you're waking them up to feed them. And they may or may not take a good feeding anyway. And so they'll still wake up at the same time they would have woken up if you had not done the the dream feed. Those hours will still be the same. And the other thing that we see is just like you said, Chloe, they become dependent on it. They almost begin to wake up more out of habit than because they're actually hungry and ready to eat. So dream feeds tend to come back and bite us um, for a lack of better term, you know. (laughs) Especially if you're breastfeeding. Hello, exactly. (laughs) And so what we want to do is let's, let's start kind of at that basics. So we want to make sure that, that yes, you're on the routine and you can be on that eight to 16 week routine or the four to six month routine, wherever you find yourself. We want to make sure that that sleep environment is safe. So a nice firm mattress, a firm fitting sheet, and we want that little one and actually sleep in footed pajamas, not sleep sacks or sleep suits here in the beginning because they're trying to figure out how to roll over. That's part of that. The second part of your question was that four month sleep regression is what everybody knows it as, but we call it the sleep progression or developmental breakthrough. And that's when they're learning how to work all those muscles and roll over and find their comfy spot. And we find that footed pajamas allows that to happen a little bit easier. So footed pajamas and then the sound machine. We want to make sure that we have a really good quality sound machine made for adults. And the environment is really important. The timing is important. Like we talked about, you know, sleep expands. It doesn't shift. So if we feed them later, it doesn't mean they'll sleep longer. Um, But the other truth that's really helpful here is that they can get all of the ounces that they need during the daytime feedings. And they will incrementally make up for what they're not eating at 10 o'clock at night in the daytime feedings, especially when they're on a routine and their body is expecting it there. And it might be like just a little half ounce here, quarter ounce next feeding, half ounce next feeding. And it's just so interesting when you see when we remove these dream feeds and we go to the mom's on call, it's such a perfect time because if we're removing the swaddle at the same time and removing the dream feed, we're removing everything all at once. So it'll just take them about three or four days of adjustment, which is great. Like put everything into that adjustment we want to adjust. And what we'll find is that in the morning, you expect that they would either latch on to that breast or that bottle and just eat like they've never eaten before. And what we find over and over is they just take about what appears to be a normal feeding as that first feeding in the morning. Even if that dream feed 
it has been removed. So they're not starving. They're able to get the things that they need during the daytime feedings. And as a breastfeeding mom, there's a lot of things that we can do to make sure that we're resting. That helps build up <laughs> that our you know own ability to continue producing that breast milk. We want to have plenty of water to drink. We want to make sure we're getting exercise. And it always makes me laugh, Laura, because People often say like, yeah, get rest and drink water and, you know, do your exercise. You're like, do I have time for any of this? Like, <laughs> I can't even think my own thoughts some days. Oh, am I going to get all this, you know, <laughs> me time to, you know, be this incredible, you know, producer of the breast milk. But there's a lot of things that we want to do to be helpful to that so that, you know, your production, our bodies are so incredible how they keep up with the demand. And, you know, so those things will also be able to adjust over three days. And so we want to give you that reassurance. This is all really great news. And about three or four nights, you can be done with the swaddle and the dream feed. Yeah, it'll be awesome. And that little one will be sleeping that 11 or 12 hours. And some of my favorite memories is when those little ones sleep that 11 or 12 hours and you listen and they're like talking, they're playing with their feet because now they're free, right? So they're looking at their hands, they're looking around, they're singing with the birds. It's the best thing in the whole wide world. So Chloe, we want to encourage you. We know that you're exhausted right now. Get out the mom song call resources. Make sure that you get to the book and follow those directions for sleep over three months of age. Get those details. The details matter. Make sure that you go to the Knowledge Center where we have an incredible blog post on that four-month developmental breakthrough that's around the corner. And let's give him some space, some time, and opportunity to work through all of these transitions. And we will get you guys all sleeping much better really, really soon. Your baby and toddler food questions answered. Welcome to the Moms on Call Snack Attack, brought to you by Spoonful One. Jennifer, some of my favorite things to have done with my kids when they were toddlers was watching them explore food. It was so cool seeing them use all of their senses, squishing the food and tasting the food and seeing the food and dropping the food. And it was the best, and really watching them navigate different textures. I can remember Blake, you know, tasting spinach, kind of that creamed spinach for the first time, and it was sticking on his face and just his eyes as he was like, what is this? It was so <laughs> much fun. Well, I love to hear those stories, and I have a question for you. So did you ever trick your toddlers into eating? Oh, yes. No doubt about it. I think if you're walking around right now, somebody tricked you into eating something at some point in your life. Yes, we have to have those tools in our in our pocket because sometimes, and you and I have both found that when they see these newer things on their tray, some kids are adventurous and will try them and some kids are a little more hesitant. So how, how did you trick your kids? <laughs> if you have the hesitant kid, like I knew my oldest, Grayson, sometimes we would go, 
You can't eat that. You're not old enough to eat that. You're not going to be able to finish that. Don't do it. Don't do it. Right? Yeah. And he was so motivated, much like his mother, by being told what he could not do, (laughs) that it worked like a charm. So yes, I actually did trick him and it worked every time. So is it okay to trick your kids into eating sometimes? Yes. Yes. Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. If you have a question for Jennifer and Laura, call 888-234-7979. Visit momsoncall.com for resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive, not just survive your amazing parenting journey. 